Hey guys, before we get started, I wanted to sincerely thank you all for listening. Uh, it means the world to me and all of the listeners uh, have been so kind to this podcast. If there's anyone else that could benefit from this, please share it with them. Just click the share button and text it over. To, it takes like 30 seconds. And since we don't sell anything on this podcast, um, that would help out and mean the world to me. So thank you for listening and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? This is Keith from BizBody on this Thursday morning. I just wanted to uh, share this with you because it was absolutely mind-blowing something that happened today, and I say that all the time. And and unfortunately, I'm in a a place right now where I'm noticing a couple of, a couple of, a lot of different things. And um, I wanted to share this with you because this was on, um, on my mind earlier today. And so what happened was, I was, uh, someone came in to the shop because we work with people that have some aches and pains and, and they want to, they want to train. So we take a whole bunch of data and we make decisions off of, off of that data and in a, a way that's way different. So if you ever follow Greg Mack or exerciseproed.com, or if you've ever done, um, MAT and muscle activation techniques or any of the RTS stuff, which is resistance training specialist, um, you'll know what I'm talking about because you're, you're trying to push the envelope on what you notice rather than just following um, exercise advice mindlessly. So this is all advanced thinking for yourself type stuff. And where, where that led me to was uh, someone was on the table. You know, they're uh, my pre-assessment towards what we're going to do for the day. And I have all the stuff that, that we had gone through in the past. And she felt pretty good, except um, she has, I don't know if you've ever had this with someone where they have a pain or whatever that bounces around their body, like goes to the neck and then goes to their ankle and then goes to the knee and it goes to their back and it just keeps on bouncing all over the place. And usually the way that people correct it in the past is like either stretching or foam rolling, which you can help with a short-term analgesic, but it just it never really solves the, the problem because it keeps bouncing, right? And uh, the, the woman had been um, doing really well up to that point. Actually, we're, we're training harder than we've ever trained before, uh, overcoming some metabolic problems. Um, and well, this popped up where all of a sudden she had this neck thing. And, and, uh, I asked her like what her, what her day was. So first of all, what are the, what are the things that she recognizes? What are the things that I recognize? And then how does that line up to the data that I've taken in the past? Number one, do I have good data to rely upon with her history? Like, what is her injury history? How did she respond to certain types of positions? Um, does she respond differently when she's supine, prone, standing, seated, one foot, uh, whatever, right? Kneeling, what, how does she respond, right? Do I know how she responds? And then do I have accurate data on how the, those configurations are loaded. Like, is she okay with certain types of loads? And, and are those loads the same on one side for the other? What are those isometric maximums? Um, what, at what percent can she do what type of work? And then I realized that I'm only as good as my debriefing, my, abil- my ability to debrief. I should say, not my, the way I debrief, the way that I can review something when she's not here. So number one, I, I realized that I was pushing myself to the edge because I was going from person to person to person to person. I wasn't reviewing my notes, which then limited my effectiveness during the session because what's the whole point of the session? Is it to just 
try to search and destroy on a table all day? Or is it to try to build up a system or a person, help them build up a system so that they become robust and resilient so they can handle more work? Like, what's the purpose? So what type of work are we doing and what different bioenergetic properties or bioconfigurations are we building up so that they can handle more work? And, and what's within my scope of practice to make that happen? Because that is doing my job. That is adding value. And that's looking at things different than a multitude of any other person within the health field or especially the exercise field. Uh, rather than just doing a bunch of squats and pushes and whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that it's important that people can do those things. It's just tailored to that individual in, um, in a much more effective way because guess what, what's happening with that? Not only am I getting data and referring it to the past, but then I'm also asking for their subjective feedback to see if it's in alignment with how they feel, and if they feel like they're going in the right direction. Are we doing the things that helps them feel better and helps them do better stuff outside of the gym or outside of their exercise practice? Or are, is what we're doing just so that they could do more exercise? Like, what's the point? Like, what is the goal of what we're trying to do? And that goes right back to that framework of what is the goal, what is the combined, defined, fundamental objective, and then from there, what is my debriefing process? So, number one, make sure that I get good um, data on the front end, see if that data is usable so that you have a way to have time in between sessions so that you can review your notes and know where you're going to go with the session, and then from there, how do, how do you debrief when you're done to make sure that you're set up for the next time that someone comes in so that you have a running uh, feel for if you're getting closer to that fundamental objective and then ask them repeatedly are we closer to where you want to be and are we closer towards that objective and are, is what you're seeing really what uh, what you're seeing so are you calibrating uh, the devices of measurement so that you get true positives and true negatives rather than a bunch of false positives or false negatives so that your detections, your signal detection is accurate in a bunch of ways. And that's through debriefing, having time to review what you're doing and to augment what you're doing. So I hope that this helps somebody out there. I mean, it, it helped me a ton. The woman that was in here today, um, we I, I, not only did I have uh, uh, reviewed my notes and, and debriefed myself when I was done, uh, there was something that, that I could observe because I had the bandwidth to observe it during that time, which was a completely different response from a hand-loaded choice of challenges versus a hand-unloaded choice of challenge which just made all the difference for how her neck felt because she didn't want her neck to feel a certain way, but it had really nothing to do with me directly challenging the neck or the spine. So it had indirect, right? So I hope that helps you guys. Um, coming up next for our next show is going to be me and Mel talking more about um, time management and then also how being a zookeeper helps with becoming a better trainer.
So until next time, everyone, have a great Thursday and thanks for listening. Catch you next time.